this is the audio class experience. Hey everybody, hope you're doing very well. This is a series that I'm making with two other people. It's about disruptive businesses that we find potentially interesting that can be very groundbreaking in the future. And this was a podcast that I made. Uh, it was a bit long, so I decided to make a mini-series of a few episodes. And I'm going to start off talking about a, my company, my the business that I found very interesting. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Audio Class Experience. Today I've got with me two new guests where we're going to talk about three uh, pretty disruptive businesses that we think can have some pretty serious potential growth in the future and businesses that really caught our attention and I think that you guys are going to find it pretty interesting because um, I'm sure that you guys have heard about Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, Google and all these these very famous companies also known as FANG for short. Uh, they're very brand groundbreaking businesses that managed to innovate tremendously well, take up a lot of market share, and um, they managed to introduce themselves into their respective niches, and they managed to dominate those markets pretty well. And uh, well, I think that we found some pretty interesting businesses that we think may potentially uh, become market leaders, very dominant in their respective niches. So I bring you guys, I bring to you uh, Pedram Asadi and Edwin Gallego. Say hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Edwin, do you, do you, would you like to begin? Yes. Um, well, I just want to introduce myself uh, into this podcast. And yeah, I'm just a student in the UK uh, studying law. And I'm, I'm really interested in the world of finance. So that's why I joined here. And I can't wait to get started. So thank you for having me. No problem, Edwin. My name is Pedro. Uh, uh, I am a law student and I um, am Persian myself. I lived in four different countries. I have a deep passion for business and um, I'm thankful that Rodrigo invited me to my first podcast. I've never done this before. I've listened. I've always listened to it. So I'm uh, excited to see how this goes and I hope uh, you enjoy listening to me. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sure they will actually. And uh, well, uh, I think I'll start off with the first business. Uh, it's a business that I actually found on TikTok. I was scrolling through my feed and I found this guy who was talking about a website where you can actually invest in startups as if you were a venture capitalist or an angel investor in these like very typical sort of Silicon Valley, these unicorn companies that are very typical that are involved in tech. And this guy said, he showed this business called Blue and it's uh, very interesting. And you can go in there and actually invest in a business with, that you think is pretty interesting and worth investing in. So this, this company is called Blue. It's a business card created by a company that's legally known as Follow Me Incorporated. That's from Riverside, which is a county in California and founded in 2016. They managed to tap into the so-called ambient networking market for building connections with people. And they came up with a business card that you can use by tapping it onto other people's phone and automatically some of your personal details will show up such as social media profile your bio your profile picture uh, payments like uh, venmo or paypal in case someone wants to give you some money 
or your Spotify account as well. And there's many more things that you can share as well, Pinterest, ETC. And if they click on the links to your social media profiles, they'll be redirected to them immediately. And people can see this without even having the blue business card or the app. And this app can introduce you to people within a 150 feet or what's the same as 46 meter radius around you. And it turns the smartphone into a two-way beacon that connects you with everyone else. So you passively exchange social networks and there's no need to ask one by one for social media profiles. And the app also creates a record of who you've met and who you've talked to. And even though it's automatic, you control the information that you want to share. It uses Bluetooth low energy so that it doesn't drain your battery life and you can use it even though you don't have any signal and allows you to connect with anyone, anywhere, anytime. So this really helps people build relationships by combining the digital with the physical. The card itself uses NFC technology, uh, near field communication chips, which is what allows uh, the card and the app to detect other users. And make sure that when making connections, the other people also have the phones that are compatible with NFC chips. There's a whole list of them of compatible phones with NFC chips, but maybe the older ones, they don't have this kind of technology, but the new ones and the ones coming do. And at the moment, they're compatible with 65 different phone models and are available on the App Store and Google Play. And according to Republic.co, there are over 50,000 users on the Blue Network interacting with over 10,000 people each day. Their goal for 2020 is to reach 10 million social interactions. However, I think this is going to be a little bit more difficult uh, because of everything that's going on, but maybe this can be possible with events going on in Zoom, for example. If you want to buy it, you go on uh, blue.social. It costs about $35. Uh, I'm not an affiliate, so I'm not sponsoring or anything. This is just something I find interesting, but it's there. Uh, you then download the app and you fill in all your details and you finally activate the card. And when you walk past people, uh, you get a not notification on your screen that says the name, coma, wants to be social. So it says uh, the name of the person. Their customers include business to consumers, students, business owners, business professionals, recruiters, social media users, and also business to business retail for shopping malls, brand stores, convenience stores, gas stations, also business to business hospitality, business, businesses that entertain or receive guests such as hotels, casinos, restaurants, bars, nightclubs, schools, vacations, stadiums, convention centers, airports, etc. And they also have customers in the business to government space, such as uh, government, smart cities, safety, security, transportation, advertising, insurance, code enforcement, and regulatory applications. So uh, what do you guys think about this company? Do you guys think this is a pretty interesting uh, company? Do you guys like the idea? I think it's innovative. Yeah, absolutely. I read, I read about that company and I really like the idea that uh, other users don't need to have the app to uh, interact uh, with other people. I think that's a really, really cool feature they have. And I think that would be the future of uh, social interactions, like um, making it easy for people, uh, avoiding awkward silences, awkward moments, you're sharing social media. And then if you just want to have a, a full chat with them, then you would just interact with them. So I think it's a really, really cool business. 
True. Yeah, for sure. You can also use it um, basically in any moment. Like it doesn't have to be a very formal thing. It can be something that you can use on your university campus or maybe at a party or at a wedding yeah. or any place where there is uh, some kind of human interaction. So that's pretty, pretty good. I have two concerns about this idea. I think it's a great idea, uh, but uh, isn't the market very big? And uh, yes. hasn't this idea been done before with other companies? It hasn't been successful before. Why do you think this company will make it succeed? Well, um, stopping in, into many markets, I think that's one of the main reasons why. I think that it's also tapping in, for example, into the business card business uh, because there are, from what I found on the internet, uh, 10 billion business cards are being printed each year. And I think that there, there was a statistic I saw that 88% of business cards within a week get thrown away. So that's a huge waste of paper. So it's great for, for the environment, of course. And it, I think it also improves the quality of interaction because it helps you to remember who you interacted with because the application keeps track and record of who you talk to so that you can refer back to them, uh, communicate with them if you're interested in that per particular person or particular people. Uh, what, what else was your, what did you ask? Uh, the, the, the fact that it's, it, it operates in a lot of markets could be a double-edged sword. It could be good because uh, they, there's a lot of market here. There's a lot of revenue to be made. But at the same time, there's a lot of competition. Um, in my opinion, uh, uh, that competition thing could be a, a big problem. Um, just wanted to add another thing alongside that. It costs, the, the card costs 35 pounds. Yes, dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, dollars. Would that, wouldn't that make it a bit less accessible for uh, people who might be interested in this? Since this is a startup company, uh, a lot of people might not be uh, interested in buying a, a card like this if there is not enough users worldwide uh, well um, you can you can check out the the reviews that a lot of affiliates and non affiliates have made on YouTube so you, you can see maybe physically and have see people who have had first-hand experience there are obviously reviews as well and in general the reviews are very good it's just that there have been a few users where the only problem was that uh, their their mobile phone is not compatible with radio frequency technology or uh, near field communications technology uh, but that's because they're old phones in the future all phones are going to have this kind of uh, this, this kind of technology in, integrated in the phone but in terms of accessibility um, in theory they are growing like there's not much I haven't found much information in terms of their growth I tried to go on their official website and I haven't managed to find anything uh, financially, but they have managed to raise a lot of capital from investors. They have attracted a lot of interest. They've raised a lot of money in their seed stage back in April of this year. And also they've raised their maximum goal, which is $1.07 million that they managed to raise in one round in a few months. And they managed to attract the interest of a very well-known investor called Tim Draper. He managed, he invested a total of, uh, I think, well over $1.1 million 
and he's the same guy who invested in companies such as Tesla, Skype, um, many, many, many uh, unicorns. I have it over here somewhere. Yeah, that's SpaceX, a really good Twitch, point. Hotmail, Robinhood, and 23 other unicorns during their seed stage. So this guy, in theory, has a, a good eye for these kind of businesses. So that might be one reason why it attracts investors. Yeah, that's a really good point. And um, adding to what Pedram said about competition, I think uh, that business really stands out to other competitions because if we take social interaction platforms like Facebook and we compare them to Blue, the only thing uh, you can do with, with Facebook is just a digital-based uh, networking with people. The fact that in Blue you can do some real-life uh, interactions with people, connecting with people, is something you cannot do with Facebook because you need that prior interaction of you asking that person Hey, what's your Facebook? Hey, what's your Twitter? Hey, exactly. what's your Snapchat? So and blue and compresses, all of that. And that space, uh, the social networking and messaging apps have actually grown 394% year on year. So there's still, there's been, there's a, it's a very interesting market still. And uh, there's, there's different types of social media apps that we do not know of that have been created and that will be created and that are created already. But it's just that we're so accustomed to just four or five, six different um, social media applications and networks that we don't know the, f the actual ecosystem of social media, you know? Let's say this idea grows and it's very successful. Bigger businesses are gonna look at this and they're gonna want to implement it in their own business as well. For example, uh, TikTok is very successful and now Instagram and Facebook are implementing uh, features that TikTok has onto their stories. So. Uh, to get some revenue from from that big market and tap into it. I, I would guess that the same would happen with Blue. For example, if LinkedIn and Microsoft uh, hear about this, wouldn't they implement, and, and they would implement um, a certain barcode on their phone, kind of like Snapchat and how you connect with people on Snapchat. Wouldn't that be effectively the same as Blue? but on a more established platform like LinkedIn? Do you believe that they, maybe Microsoft could uh, integrate Blue into their platform? Maybe. Uh, maybe even not integrate Blue, uh, just do it themselves. Just add a barcode bar in, in the LinkedIn yeah. app where people could just use to scan another person's LinkedIn. That's probably, uh, I think, a very one of their main fears, I think, because Microsoft owns LinkedIn and and well, they're very, LinkedIn is very established network in the professional world. And uh, if they use something like this, they copy the idea and maybe even make something similar or even better. Or maybe in something that's not even as good, but it just takes away all the competition already from blue. Um, I think this can, you're right about this. I think this is probably one one thing that uh, this company needs to take into account and what they have to do, and this is very difficult against a monopoly giant like Microsoft, is to actually differentiate themselves. Um, it's a family business, so I think that this is a good thing, but also not such a good thing because maybe they're not so open to external ideas, to external opinions and hiring people who are specialists in other areas. Of, of business, maybe they need someone 
uh, who's, who's very good at scaling businesses or avoiding uh, monopoly power or in some way improving their, their technical ability or improving some way revamping their app in such a way that it's so difficult to, to copy. And they also need to invest a lot in marketing, I think, so that they can actually like give, bring awareness. Because at the moment, uh, I tried searching for this, for this, for the website, and it's actually pretty difficult to find it on Google. Relatively difficult because they don't really rank very well in SEO. You have to use very specific keywords in order to find them. Like for example, if you type in blue dot social, they do rank in the first page of Google, but if you type in blue business card or uh, digital business card or something like that, you would get American Express business card or some other FinTech business uh, offering their cards. You wouldn't see uh, this company's, this, this product. You know? One problem could be their name. Since it's blue, blue is such a common name. People exactly. search for colors, for, for a lot of things. So they're not going to be very high on the search list when someone searches blue. And uh, another question I had was regarding patents. Have they patented any part of their idea? Yes, they have. They do have a patent. Cutting edge patented technology. That's what it says here. So yes, they have a patent. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. Uh, what is the the best thing? What future do you see with this idea? If this idea is implemented, how do you think that's going to change my daily life, for example, as a student who wants to network with uh, law professionals and attends a lot of those events? Uh, well, if you walk past the campus or if you're in a hall with a lot of people, and uh, you get all these notifications, you're gonna have a lot of options and, and information about people. Um, of course, it's difficult to select who you might be interested to talk to. Uh, you might be interested in the person right next to you or someone, I don't know what law, law fairs might be like or law events, but um, I'm sure that you may come across somebody be it maybe distance or someone you walk past to or someone that gave a speech mm -hmm. or something and you check their blue and you can see all their social media and then you may approach them and uh, meet them in person, for example. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Um, and I see uh, the idea of a law fair. I, see, I think it would actually change the way people recruit people because let's say an employer really is interested in someone they talk to in that evening or morning, they will really see that profile and see, oh, I really like this guy. I'm going to interact with this guy. Maybe I didn't like this guy because I don't think he's a future potential employer for a company. Mm -hmm. So interacting with people, meddling with other people could be a really good idea. Let's say I'm an employer and I really like the person I really talked to, then I will interact with them. Right. And you would actually have that on record as well. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was wrong in saying not liking or just liking, like it's not something like that. It's just someone, Oh, I'm interested in this person. I'm going to contact that person. So we are a way of uh, getting in touch with them as a way of recruiting, I think. Yeah. 
And another thing I could add is it's good for law firms as well. Law firms, uh, it's hard. It's kind of, it's kind of a hustle when a law firm has a stand and, uh, or even any business or any society uh, has a sort of stand either in a conference or in a law firm and uh, they want the people walking by uh, or the people they've spoken to, to connect to their social media. Um, it's difficult for them, that person to go to each of the social medias. An easier way is to just have use blue and uh, in an instant, that person could connect and choose whatever social media they have and then yeah. add them to it. You know? I, I want to tell you guys actually a personal story that I, I just remembered. We had a talk from an entrepreneur in, in our business school here in Spain. Um, he was a friend of one of the teachers and he is basically a guy who owns a co-working space sort of company. So he like provides co-working spaces in, in some buildings in Madrid for people to meet and work and make connections. And, and the guy, when he finished his whole speech about his, his company, about his experience in entrepreneurship and all that, and his journey through school and all that in life, um, at the end, he said like, it's really important that you guys uh, take advantage in your youth to make connections. Uh, and then he started to ask random people in the room, do you, you over there, do you know this person over there? And they were like, no, I don't know him. And he did the same with like several people. Do you know him? No. Do you know him? No. And he's like, what the hell guys? Like you're not taking advantage of making connections. There's like 80 of you inside the room. You guys don't know each other. And in that situation, I think blue would be extremely um, useful because like I saw somebody and I found pretty interesting. He was an Englishman who was doing his, um, he's an international student. So he's doing his Erasmus and he was coming here and he was a guy who's really into football and really into football as well. And he wants to start his own like scouting company. And like, I went to meet him and something like that because he spoke up, you know, and I found that really interesting. And I also spoke up, I talked about my podcast and then someone came to me and asked me about my podcast and said, Hey, that's really cool. You know? And yeah, I think that in a situation like that, for example, blue would be pretty useful. Yeah. Completely agree. So yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's a very innovative idea. It's definitely does have a great value proposition because it replaces uh, business cards. It's good for the environment. It improves human interaction. We tend to undervalue a lot of uh, interaction, usually. Uh, yeah, well, it does replace business cards, but uh, honestly, in the UK at least, I haven't seen a lot of people using business cards for anything. They just say, uh, add me on LinkedIn. Uh, so what well, about those? markets where business cards are not used widely like i check the the comments and reviews about it it tends to be people who are interested in the product because they have their own business or they're professionals and uh there's a lot of them who who do say that hey i'm interested and they ask maybe a question or two so yeah i think um just because you don't see it because i i haven't seen i, I don't see people every day with business cards, you know, because I don't have a business and I don't uh, deal with uh, professions or business people yet. But probably when we grow up and we do have to 
make a living in some way, we will have we will encounter business cards and and we'll have to do make connections. You know. I think yeah, and I think or something that the business could do is in order to enhance those connections, they can include a reward system in the application. So let's say you go to a networking event and you meet certain people. So the more connections you make, the more people you interact with, you can get a certain reward from it. And I think that adds to the motivation. And I think that could be a really good idea they could implement in the future. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think they already have done that actually. Like I think you can get paid for getting to know people. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, how would that how would that make a profit for them though? How is the mis- business model there? I think it's it's word of mouth, because they also have uh, a lot of affiliates who spread the word about their their product, and uh, those affiliates get good commissions for every car that they manage to sell for every click on their on the link. Like on YouTube, they they're like. I've got this link here with a 10%, 20% discount. If you click it, that'll help me, whatever. And that's how they manage to spread word. And you might get a little amount, like tiny piece of a grain of, like equivalent to a grain of, of rice, you know, what you get paid probably. But it's enough. It's a way to uh, market the business in some way, I think. But yeah, I mean, they, they do have a lot of uh, potential income streams apart from selling the card. Because they also produce uh, white label white label cards for other businesses, it says uh, powered by blue, but it, it puts like the whole branding and all the colors of the of a, of another company or brand, you know. Like for example, uh, some dude who works in Google, well, he has his business card uh, powered by blue, but it's it's all Google branded with colors and stuff like that. Uh, they also have. Um, I have a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they will get sponsored uh, sooner or later. Like, I think they will introduce features of uh, blue uh, card. Like, I even think social media platforms would want to appear in blue. So, um, I think that's what's going to happen in the future. They also have a a subscription kind of system, and there's uh, in-app premium features and the micro payments. So users in, in the app can, can um, advertise. So that's more money for, for the company. Uh, there's also, uh, be, they use beacon technology and subscriptions. So what happens is uh, maybe people who walk past their favorite shops or restaurants, they, uh, they get this notification on their phone that, hey, this, this place has discounts, has offers, offers limited edition products. They get that, you know, on their phone as well. Yeah, that's the thing we forgot to mention because we were talking a lot about social interactions, but we haven't talked about getting information from other businesses. That's a, such a cool idea for businesses that want to get well-known in the market. Because mm-hmm. say you go to a local town and there's a small uh, business that wants to get well-known, you just go with that app and then you get everything from that business. Exactly. And this is also uh, proximity marketing because people, well, businesses who are subscribed to uh, Bluetooth as a service, through an API that uh, includes hardware components that follow organizations to send custom messages to reach uh, blue app users nearby who have subscribed to the business or service. So they get like really specific uh, made uh, messages for people. So that way it's more customer centered and uh, that'll be, that's obviously a good way of proximity marketing. 
So it's kind of like um, Facebook ads, but for business companies. Yeah. And directed at business companies. I'm sure everybody who has this card uh, is interested in expanding their business or their networks. And of course, they're going to put their details in. Yeah. If they're a student, if they, which area they operate in, what's their occupation, and what company it is. And that allows for much more direct marketing which I think is very useful. Yeah. So, so this company has a lot of um, growth potential and a very interesting business model, I think. And that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Hope that you enjoyed this episode, that you've learned a lot from it. Make sure to share this podcast and follow or subscribe to it if you haven't already. It would mean the world to me if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate it as well. Discuss what you've learned with the people around you. Listen to the episodes again so that you can retain knowledge better because you'll learn better with repetition. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. You can find me as Audio Class or the Audio Class Experience. On LinkedIn, you can find me as Rodrigo Valverde. Thanks again for tuning into the Audio Class Experience. Hope to have you back next time. Have a wonderful day. See you. Bye.